Okay, welcome back. I'm uh, continuously impressed, but that doesn't count in Shemayim. I'm making an impression that the first time we not only went between Yom Kippur and Sukkot, but we started right after Yisruchang. So I was waiting. I planned on maybe tomorrow night, next week, so I can exhale. So the fourth guy who asked, I said, already <laughs> four is too many. So Baruch Hashem, we made it. Uh, the copy you have in front of you is Brochas Nunam Abeis. I don't remember what number it is in the new system, but it's in the first five, would you say? You only have five. So anybody on Zoom, do you have a page one that says Nunam Abeis, a page two that says Nun Aleph, and then a page three that has Rabbi Yoshev? Sure, Maron and Rabbi Yoshev. If you have all three, please yell. That's hard to do with your mute. So wave or something like that. Uh, nobody's waving. Um, what? Thumbs up, waving. One shy is black, so I can't tell. Okay, so I have one wave. Okay. So we have Rabbi Friedman is, is waving. Good. So um, if you don't find it the next couple of minutes, wave again, because there is actually a lot to explain here in the ACS Machimus. So as we move on with the Bizayan Eichlin slash Baltashchis Sugya, so we're still focusing on the Bizayan Eichlin with some very surprising. Nafkaminas and surprising kashas on Minhagim that exists in Klai If you have a minig that's very, very used in a segment or many segments of Klai Yisrael, is a mitzvah to which we will do. First, we're going to see the Gemara and then see what minig is problematic, although you'll probably think of some as we go along. So, take a look. Nunam Abay, second half of the page, the first bracket, Tanar Abonim. Daladvarm Namru Bipas. There are a number of things you have to be extra careful not to waste any food and not to be mavaza food. And pas is the classic food because lo alechem levada adam, but alechem adam. So pas until recently in America was considered the classic staff of life. I don't think we're going to replace it with sushi, even though. That might be a havamina. Would they, would they say these nafkaminas? Not going to say it, because pas is inherently more choshev. Haraya was still washing and benching on pas, even though everybody's trying to get out of it, and we're not going to do that on sushi. So, uh, per the sukkah halachas, it's the first year, as long as decades that I can remember. I didn't get one shayla, I used to get 50 of these, I didn't get one shayla of a guy calling from the 56th floor in Manhattan from his office. What do I do? I can't find the sukkah. What do I eat? Not one. You know why? Because nobody was on the 57th floor. So when these things are played in another generation, they're hopefully not going to know what I'm talking about. Unless they've been listening for the last six months, in which case I don't know exactly what I'm talking about. But hello, Doverhu. Just Mamash took a shayla out of the equation, and everybody was eating in their sukkah, hamaytzi, and nobody had a problem. So I'm not saying that's normal, but there is a silver lining in everything. And I only realized it when somebody of Yantiv was holding in the sugi and asked me a shayla how to learn something in the sugi. And I said, you know, nobody asked me that, this Yantiv. And then uh, he said something about offices not being used, and I remembered. So that one is for the history books. So we're going to stick with the pas, not the sushi and the other favorites, because the chashiv is a pas, and I'm mentioning that because it's going to play a role here. So now you're experienced enough if you'd see this line, you didn't have all our previous Mamakamis, you'd say, who would put Basar Chai on Pas? But we had a whole Sugi before, where there was Dam in the Basar, there wasn't even Chai, it was Sli already, and there was Dam bleeding. It wasn't bleeding because it wasn't alive anymore, but it was 
bleeding into the bread. So I don't know exactly why, but it sounds like they didn't have access to too many plates. And so they're not paper plates, and they were always looking for places to put things on. And Pas was there. Why don't you just put it on the table? I'm, again, guessing, imagining, maybe they didn't have a table, or the table was small, it was full, it was dirty, they want to put it on the floor. No, what are you, uh, you're the historian here. What? <laughs> I, it's, it's a pella that the Gemara has to go out of his way to say, don't do this. We don't have problems with the Basel Tzli. So the Gemara says, certainly don't put Basel Chai, because it's going to ruin it. Forget the halachic issues. And do not pass wine over bread. This can be negate at your Shabbos table. Because many people like filling up the kais to be a kais mole. And we all know a kais mole has uh, wonderful physical, uh, uh, interesting things, the bria, fission, and all these things. But if it's full to the very top and you stop moving it, it's going to spill. It's going to spill on the pas. Is this basar high presumably edible as is? Like Why do you ask? Because, again, it's a kind of a sandwich. There is a thing called steak tartare, which is... And we discussed steak tartare, and as much as I'm semi-converted to sushi and the lifestyle, steak tartare, I'm not saying the people eating it are not uh, normal, because there are many normal people who eat it, and it's served in upscale restaurants. Um, we have something coming in the next couple of weeks in these gemaras with uh, something served in upscale restaurants. And as we get to it, I'm going to have to ask you the name of it because it popped up in my head. A guy once told me about it, and I'm looking at uh, the uh, dinner shochanar. I can't believe that they brought this back. So we have a lot of funny things being served there. And restaurants try to be cutting edge, and they try to be different, and they try to offer variety, and people don't like the same thing, and they're paying a lot of money for this. So they have steak tartare. I don't know anybody who ask for steak tartare when they get home from the office, but they don't go to the office, so they get home from their study. Uh, do you ever ask your wife, can I have some steak tartare tonight? Ever? Ever in your life? What is steak tartare? What is steak tartare? <laughs> so, Hashem, you haven't eaten it, a reserve cut in a while. I don't know if anybody's eaten it. Is it open? Uh, what? It's open, okay. So, put it on the long queue of our class trips. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, steak tartare is basically raw steak. Raw chopped meat or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it has to be high-grade meat. Ah, uh, very high-grade. And right. you have to trust the guy. And as I was discussing with a few people, they said, you really got to trust him. I said, like in trusting him for kashras. They said, yeah, something like that. It's dangerous stuff. It's, I don't know, Hamir Sakantani. Right. Sir, but why? Yeah, it's, I But the point whatever. is, you don't have this quality of meat at home readily available, so you don't really get the stuff. And here in our wonderful, uh, very low-key hamlet of Muncie, New York, uh, we are, if people wanted it, they would tell their wives, pick it up at fill-in-the-blanks, and I'm sure they have. As a matter of fact, do they have it? I know someone used to buy it from pomegranate. They used to buy... Pomegranate the is mamish. Does, yeah, uh, does Evergreen, does Rockland kosher? That morning fresh yeah. piece of meat that was like the fresh of the fresh of the fresh right before Shabbos. Fresh is a chiddish here. You know, most of the meat in New York, I mean, it might see a lot, it tastes fine to me, is never fresh because it's shechted somewhere else. It's being shipped in. I'm not saying you can't get it. They have cows in New York. But so, somehow those restaurants get it. Apparently, and they pay a premium, and then you pay a premium. I'm fine with that, but I just want to know why is nobody ordering it unless they're in the setting of this restaurant? Can you get it here? There's no volume, probably, in, in, like, in a retail okay. setting. Okay, maybe that's the shot. Uh, it's important because, uh, you know, I don't say butler, daita is not nagea. It's mutter to eat if it's safe. 
and you make a shachal anyway. So, um, you know, you're, you're suggesting the basal chayav here is being brought to the table. It's being I thought, okay, maybe or maybe they're trying to cut it to cook it and prepare it and season it, and they just don't have plates. So that's the problem we have with the last gemara. Just we have two gemaras now. They're putting things on bread. So whatever the metzias was, but the gemara says you shouldn't do it because it'll really ruin the bread. And that's a bizayin apas. It's not even the baltashkis per se, because if you don't have plates and this is what you have, then maybe that's mutter is cheaper than buying china. I don't know what they're trying to fix over here, but whatever the problem was, they, there's a reason why people have to put it on bread. So let's leave that historical footnote aside. Yeah. The, the, the line here about the yeah, that's the next line, yeah. So, it might be on Kais. I mean, this line before is there's a good chance if this Kais is Kais metal, it's going to spill. So, you don't want to, that's the reason why any pasta on the table is flashics, because as you pass the chont, it spills, and then the kids touch it in greasy hands, and you know, a lot of things going on. So, we don't want to ruin the pasta. The third thing is, ain't Zark and the. Why? Half a Kais, you have to be pretty clumsy to spill. But, yeah, yeah. It's a. It's a. It's no, I'm just saying most people fill up cases because they fill up cases. It's the same bracha. It means Molly doesn't have to mean using the principal efficient and things like that at the top. It means it's full enough that unless you go very, very slow, it's going to spill. If it was talk a half or a third, then it'd probably be okay. Yeah, but if it's the stats are on your side that'll get there safely, then it wouldn't. The third thing, ain't Zarkin Sapas, what you're about to ask, is clearly, as Gamar will say soon, clearly. Only a din of pasta, some unique din by bread that you can't throw it. So, what is that and why is that? So, why is that? We already explained. Bread is the staff of life and therefore it's more choshuv. And whatever you can do with other food, which the Gemara is going to explain in a moment, can't be thrown at Stam because it's going to get ruined. Even if it's not going to get ruined, you can't throw it. That's going to be the That's point over here. What about the Gemara and Brachos? I think they used to throw it for the Pasta and Kala. So, that wasn't pasta, they used to throw heat, and then we'll get to that. Mr. John, that's part of this. That's why I said a lot of men hug him tied in with this. Yeah. So just to address the point before as far as raw or whatever, so, I mean, isn't there, there, there seems to be two classifications. There's chai and then there's something called uh, bus or na. Like, but it talks about that, the carbon has not. is very rare. Right, so, yeah. I mean, are we talking about that, there, so, something which is mamish raw, which is, chai seems to be that it's mamish raw. It's not like, it's like, yeah, and apparently it's just going to... Um, it's not that it's not preferred, it's totally inedible, as opposed to... Well, think is pointing out, there's nothing really that's totally inedible if you process it correctly. And the, but you've got to make it into chop meat. Hulen talks about, even without salting, the, the boss are from the... Yeah, from yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like and people eat it. Right, people like that, but they didn't waste anything. But it wasn't the standard fare, but yeah. Look, we had the case where with Sli, just not Sli enough, only Macham the same. Maybe we had a Machalik Sushanim over there. What was the case before? But it was the same problem. They put it down, and now they have blood in it. Interesting, the Gemara didn't say, however, you shouldn't do this next time. And it was a problem frequently enough that the Gemara had three sheets of what do we do in this case? So, it's not like interesting. Sounds like, yeah. That's a, you, you mentioned that before. Otherwise, you'd be running in a foul of this din. I'm not putting it uh, down. Chai, and it's still a little perplexing because if it's a problem, I'll be alocha. If Shmuel holds a problem, Marva is discussing what did Shmuel do in this case? He gave it to his dog, he had a dog, didn't have a dog, somebody else's dog. Why did it become a problem the second time? You make a mistake once. So that's, a, that's an issue with this Gemara because if you hold a Zusser, 
then you should have a Gemara that says on Mashmol, you shouldn't use it as a plate even when you're making a sandwich and make the sandwich first. So, Learning wine over, over the bread. Yeah. Uh, there are kids who love dipping their challah in their grape juice. If you remember, that Gemara said Rova loved the blood, which he held wasn't a thin blood, just a nice liquid in his sandwich. So certainly you can like wine. That wouldn't be shocking. However, most people, even that Gemara, didn't like it. Rava happened to like it. And kids might like it, but... I think most of the Americans sitting here, um, not to the exclusion of anybody, would be a little feckled if they had some drops of whatever on their bread. They like wine, they like bread. It's not a problem for a child to sit and dip their... No, no, you could dip it in... Yeah, you could dip it in whatever you want. They have it with chocolate spread sometimes. Dipping bread into chocolate would be counterintuitive, but it's not since the Israeli brand appeared 50 years ago or so. There's no more sugar in it. Ah, yeah, right, exactly. So, uh, so that's Zarka's pass. We're going to qualify why Zarka is a pass, not the other things. Vein pass again. There's something missing over here with the tools and props we have or don't have in our kitchen, or they didn't have in their kitchen. Why would you want to be samich a pot on some bread? What what problem in the time? Just just a historical footnote. I don't know. It doesn't really make a difference that prat, but there was a need or a desire to prop up a a pot with uh, bread and it was a bizarre if the pot was dirty on the outside and the inside and oozing over whatever it is and therefore Mara says don't do it. So even though there's a real bona fide need that's why I mentioned the history that these people weren't crazy why would you want to do it the Gemara has to bovar and don't do it. So there was a need to do it and they were missing counter space whatever the problem was and the Gemara says if the pot is going to get ruined don't do it. That's the first step in the Gemara. Go four lines later in the next bracket. Vatanya, Kishem Shein Zarkin Sapas Kach Ein Zarkin Esaichlim. Skamara Sakasha, why are you saying Ein Zarkin Sapas? Lachar, you can't be Zarek any Eichel. Amalai, see, yes, back. Vatanya, Fapish, Ein Zarkin Sapas, Aval Zarkin Esaichlim. So you have a steamer in braces. Can you be Zarek Eichel? Can you not throw Eichel? Ella, Lakasha, Habemidid, Mamis, Habemidid, Lomamis. You can't throw food if by throwing it it's going to hit the ground or hit some surface that's going to get it dirty, it's going to get it squished, it's going to get it ruined. And that's Bizayin Eichlin and Baltashchis. And if it's something like a hard nut, you're throwing a walnut, then you can because the inside is not going to get ruined. Uh, we'll get back to the walnut soon. Uh, but right now the Gemara seems to be saying that by bread, you, it's on a higher level, it's on a pedestal, and you can't throw it because it's the most that you can't throw even if it's not going to get room. And the rest of the food's only if it's going to get room. That's the chilik right now in the Gemara. Tanar Abadon. So now the Gemara itself gets to the first minig, speaking of chasnas. Mamshichin yayim bitzineris lefnei chasan lefnei kala. So you to have a nice minig, which don't try today in a chasna hole because the Guy who owns the chasna hole is going to get quite upset when the caterer, whoever has to clean up. But they used to take these pipes and they used to pour wine into the pipes. And Rashi says they used to catch it with a clean underneath. You have to be agile enough to do that or get two people to participate. And they did it as a similar bracha that uh, Yain is always a similar bracha, that the simcha should be meshech and the peruvu and uh, the simcha is gabaldik. It's a way to be with sameach, the chasna kala. And the Gemara brings it down. And this is not the Afruf, we'll get back to that later. But uh, at the Chasna, uh, these the throw Kloyas, the Geizim, be a Mesa Chama. 
Now, just again a piece of history to know what's the difference between Yemei Sachama and Yemei Sagashamim. Especially if you're throwing a geizim, we just finished saying, let's take a friendly neighborhood walnut or any egg that has a nice hard shell so the inside is not getting ruined. And yet the Gemara says you can still, even those, only throw them and not what's the difference? So take a look at Rashi. Rashi is actually, you know, we're going to need the next Rashi, so let's read another two lines of Gemara. Right now, the Amesikashamim is the fact that there's, uh, how do I describe this delicately? In the ancient world, till very recently before modern plumbing, uh, you had all sorts of things in the street. And then you also had rains, and they didn't have any, uh, what do we do with rains now? I don't know. You have sewers that they, and it's not just sewers, there's a whole system built that should go down, and then it goes in the street. They didn't have anything. So, drainage, yeah. So, what happened in the winter when it rained? It was from, if Baal they only had in the Middle East one rainy season, stretched over a couple of seasons, but for the five, six months, it was one big, muddy mess. So, that's a problem already that could be not that appetizing of food falls in, even if it has a hard cover. And that's interesting. Even in those days, you would think in those days, well, they can't crack it open and the inside's clean, but they, they had standards. And I would suggest, in theory, again, I wasn't there, that the sewage issue, which also didn't have any official drainage or way to get rid of it, is to toss it out. The Gemara is going to say, part of our Baltash, if you have a pail of dirty water, and dirty water didn't always mean just dirty water from your dishes, it meant dirty water. The Gemara says, don't throw it out, because somebody else might have use for it for agriculture, for fertilizing, whatever the case may be. Even that, today, that wouldn't be a Shaila Baltash, it says no one's keeping it, and obviously it's not worth anything. But if you can imagine, it's constantly hot and things evaporate, it's going to be a cleaner matzav when whatever water is being thrown out it hits the ground and soaks in, everything's dry, and it's not perfectly clean as we Americans would like it, but it's clean. On the one hand, it's raining, things got washed away, but they don't get washed away anywhere. So it's just like a lot of mud and a lot going on, and whatever the historical fact was, people would be very reluctant to eat things off the ground, even if it was very well protected. And that's the chilek over here, unless anybody has another possible theory on that, but the fact is, Bimesikashamim is going to get more dirty. If you look at Rashi in the first wide line, Bimesikashamim tit bedrochim. So tit means mud, but possible mud and other things mixed in, and Bimesikashamim things evaporate quickly, so it's more gone, and at least not recognizable and more appetizing. So let's go back to the Gemara. Uh, again, so far the rule is pasi can't throw a everything else depends if it's going to get ruined or even if it won't get ruined but it's going to be not appetizing it's going to be a bizayin which is the gluskas. this is a very important word what does gluskas conjure up in your mind? Gluskas and shas normally means possible bekisnen, cake, cookies, danishes, and the like. 
So the reason that's so important and it's going to play a role is because we already said that we put pasta on a pedestal and you can't throw it even if it's not going to get ruined. Can you throw pasta a bikisnin? You'll say, Lamai nafkamina. A big nafkamina, which Yoshev was asked in the Sefer we're going to see soon. And somebody asked him, what can you put in the bag at the Afruf to throw at the chasen of the kala? The kala's not there, the chasen. Then they threw these things at the chasen kala, but it was only a geizim and kleis. So I hope they didn't throw it hard because the geizim can hurt. So we know from experience, you should be careful what you put in those bags, and they should be marshmallows, marshmallows, and jelly beans. Uh, because it can get dangerous, especially when people take aim. And sometimes people put in like prepackaged cookies, like soft cookies, like commentation style, things like that, and wafers, all sorts of things you could put in. So here you have a brown bag. You guys are more into this. Right? I don't know what you put in there yet. I'm still at home. We save it till perm. Uh, but there's some cookie. Any mazanis in there? Yeah, some of that. Okay, so the good news is they gave, they're in charge of the uh, Simchas Torah bag giving ceremonies. So um, the good news is you didn't throw it at anybody. You handed it. But here in Arias Nashim where we're sitting, this, uh, that's afterwards, not their fault. So here we have Ezra's Nashim. We have quite a drop to the shul down there. And there are some Nashim Sitkanias who would make Sandy Kofats look like he didn't add a pitch. Uh, unless the men are coming up, and, uh, which we wouldn't really allow. So they're throwing it down, and there's wafers in there. So is that a problem? Does the Gemara mean pas, or would we include pas above the kisna? So we're going to see some interesting diukim, and it depends on what the gears is. Are we going to talk about whether it's, if it's totally wrapped? I mean, talk about... No, so here it would make a difference. If it's totally wrapped, then the jelly beans, the marshmallows are protected, and it's not being made so gishamim because it doesn't rain in here, and it's all wrapped, and everything's clean. And, and in a bag, it's wrapped seven times. The women make this. It's wrapped and wrapped and wrapped. Everything's very sanitary, and everything's clean, but you can't throw pas. The question is, can you throw pas above a kisten? So it's interesting how we have a lot of minhagim that are at stake here. The Gemara is talking about chasna minhagim, where a few days before the chasna, and we're th- we might be throwing pas above a kisten in a bag. Is that a good idea? So Rabbi Yashav will weigh in on that based on the girsa. Right now, the girsa we have in front of you is avaloi gluskaz lobi mesachama avaloi mesachashamim. So look at Rashi. Rashi says, second wide line, avaloi gluskaz, shari afi mesachama heinim osin bizri kasan. So Rashi is not saying the dick we just said. Rashi says that if, unlike bread, which is harder on the outside, if you have a mushy pie, a cookie, or cream, or whatever, they made the possible kisnin, even if you throw it, it might hit the ground, or it might hit whatever you're throwing it at, and it'll get ruined. So we have no dick that if it won't get ruined in a bag, in a second bag, in a third bag, that it would be a problem. If you look at the girsa, look at the Isai, and I uh, put a bracket around it in the Agos Vitsiyunim. We see it in the right-hand side. Ayem Rishash HaKasav, Darashi Geris, Avalah Chatichas Vlog Gluskis. Key word missing. Rashi doesn't have the word Gluskos alone. He has Chatichas. Chatichas means food that wouldn't get ruined, but if it's in pieces, then it's going to fall on the wrong side. Picture a slice of orange or something like that. That's a problem. And in that sentence is love goes close. And the Rashash is assuming, Rabbi Yosha is going to point this out, that what's, what's bothering the Rashash? What's bothering the Rashash is glitz close, a possible of a kiss, and that's us to throw in any circumstance. That's a very good deal. 
So Rashi is so convinced of that. He asks Rashi, how can Rashi say it depends on uh, it's going to get ruined, it's not going to get ruined, what does it make? You can't throw it anyway. So the answer is Rashi must have had the gear, and Rashi on the roof has that gear, so it's chatichas and gluskos, and gluskos is because the reason it's under bread and you can't throw it at all, and the chatichas because it's going to get ruined. If you without that Rashi, he's not the only one that says it, you would never have a diak over here. So we'll see, Rabbi Yashiv is going to point that out. Let's continue the next uh, two dots, the next bracket. As a matter of fact, you know what? Before we go to the next part, uh, let me show you this piece in the Shuri Rabbi Yoshev right now because the next part is still Bizayan uh, Eichlan related, but a different point. So go to page three for a moment. Just to remind everybody, we'll go back to uh, tomorrow night, go back to page one. Uh, take a look at the uh, right column on page three. Pashat and Gemara. He named. So he brings up the following Shiloh, and there are two approaches how to answer this minig. What's interesting is that everybody recognizes there might have been or there was such a minig. And, well, Mitzvah document where that comes from, but here's the first source. It's interesting. Rabbi Yashiv is written by a Talmud. Rabbi Yashiv obviously is going to bovan the Kasha and point out a reason not be Allah why this might be mutter. And then the grandson of the Chassam Sefer, the son of the Chassam Sefer, Rabbi Shemin Sefer, this area's tshuva, is going to talk, and we're going to get a fascinating tshuva, we're going to get to it probably tomorrow night. Uh, he's going to discuss what he saw in his father's house, that when my Bechol Shavua, every Leo Shabbos and Shabbos afternoon, that is Suda, and he used to cut the challah and throw it across the table. And when the young Shemin Sefer grew up and he learned the sugi, he says, that's against the Ferish Gemara. So you see in the Skatna sometimes, I mean, the good news is if somebody's holding and learning, then uh, at least they're, they recognize the Kasha of the sugi they're interested in asking, but they would start saying, oh, it's against the Ferish. So let's keep it up aim, as we know by now. Right? You can maybe, after thinking about it, the best thing is probably just assume that there's a good reason he's doing it because he's a Ksav Sefer and he's your father and that order but either order is fine and if you have a kasha go along the circuit maybe you find an answer which is exactly what he did he probably wrote the truth of 40 years later <laughs> he mentions that he had this many he always wondered where it came from apparently he never said anything never asked him because he would have said I asked my father and he said the following apparently he understood it was a chutzpah to ask there's a way to ask and you've got to be careful if you want to talk and learn and you can ask but he didn't ask that's interesting and then he writes the tshuva many, many years later, and he gives a, a reason I'll pay Nister why he did it. And we're going to see both, Mitzvah Shem. If you don't have the minig, don't change. Because whatever pshat you say, it's going to be a chiddush, because it says, we just saw, and we will see later on, in Shulchan Aruch, in the Mishabur, you can't throw bread, period. And you would think, Dafka, the Mitzvah, you Dafka shouldn't throw, but it's even more chashuv. So if you don't have the minig, don't change it. The minig in Rav to its Yisrael, well, certainly in the Litzvah Shalom, is to pass it. And we don't pass it either because we're worried about the Ayan Hara with the Avelis, where by Suda Savarla, later on the Dafka pass it into the hand. So we have a Kapeda not to pass it in the hand. And I was expecting somebody to say that's where the minig to throw it came from. But I haven't seen anybody who said that. I, that's what I was... I was bracing for an answer like that, that the Chashashi might put in his hand, which would have been okay with nobody... Nobody I saw yet says that. Uh, it's not such a terrible shash. I think we're all pretty adept. You either 
have one of your children stand there with a nice plate and you fill it up and you have them pass it around. Or you just cut up and you pass down and everybody passes it down. Or if you have guests before Corona, that's what you used to do. And after Corona, now you, I don't say that facetiously, but then you get to drinking the yayan, how to do it in a proper way without wasting wine, without getting people affected or passing around uh, germs unnecessarily. But there are ways to do it without touching the other hand and actually giving it to his hand, which you don't do in time available. And there are certainly ways to do it without throwing it. So if somebody has a made to throw it, there has got to be a good reason why they could do it that way. If you don't have that many, you don't have to switch. Anybody in the room here have that many? What? Your father is a Swedish background? or Which, which area is Swedish? Moroccan? And they threw it? Find out, if you can. Uh, I'd be very, very shocked but interested to know if the Moroccans had this meaning independently of the Chassam Sefer. No, it's not a Moroccan It's not a Moroccan. Okay. As far as the Israeli thing, I always thought because they won. The one who made the Hamotzi, he's the one who's given everyone their peace. Good. Someone's all the way up the other side of the table. I just described the Minig Israel. We have two good ways. Either take a big plate and fill it up and he walks around, which is nice, give him a job, or... Most people you should know, with all the issues of talking in general society, I don't know too many houses where people talk out. You ever have a problem with somebody says something in between? I think everybody's good and quiet. As a matter of fact, some people pass it out very slowly because they're enjoying the quiet, but I wouldn't uh, accuse anybody of doing that. So, Lamaise, uh, we want to minimize the half-sig, but it's not a huge half-sig. How many people do you have sitting there? I, if you can investigate that, I'd like to know if you bump into any Moroccans. Uh, or It's not a Moroccan, maybe you bump into any Israelis. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to know where that, because we all know that what was a minute from the Ksav Sefer, or possibly the Ksav Sefer, we'll see soon, uh, became often the minig of the chesidim at large. And that's fine, but if it's now a Haimisha minig, this is the makar. Uh, if you don't have the minig. So nobody here? Aren't you slightly Haimish? No, you don't? They never, never saw it. Did you ever see it? I've seen it. I've, I saw it once or twice. I thought it was interesting, but um, I um, didn't ask because I assume if the person is a from guy has a minig, they'd have it. So everybody's baffled. Rabbi Yeshua's going to Try to be Meashavit. His Teretz Alpi Nigla, which I'll just mention outside now. We'll see it inside tomorrow night because we're running out of time. He wants to tie in. Maybe the Easter is a fair Shikamar Tzosser. He said, maybe the Easter is only when you're throwing it out. Don't throw it out there. But if you're passing it to somebody, that's just a better way, quicker way to get it there. Why is it Usser? I thought that was a tremendous Chiddush. The Gemara is not Machalik. Gemara says you shouldn't throw bread. Why would we be throwing bread when you're throwing it out? Throwing it out, so just throw the garbage. But Yashuf says that is a Teretz, even though he's probably well aware of the other possibilities. Uh, the Seris Tshuva, I don't know, it was printed maybe afterwards. The Seris Tshuva, by the way, was the Tshuva of Shimon Seifer, who was a, one of the Gedalim of Hungary, the Sandak Seif Seifer, a huge Sadik. He was 94 when he was killed by the Nazis. He was killed in the war, 1944. He was 94 years old. So he died, uh, Mises Kadeshim, but he was a well-known god in Europe in pre-war. And, but could be the last chuvas came out, you'd have to find out the date and when it was written. Rabbi Yashav was, you know, alive a long time before then and a long time afterwards, but he's not going to quote it over here. It, it's, the reason's going to be al derech nister. So if we didn't have a teretz apinigla, and there was a reason apinister, you wouldn't be allowed to switch minhagim all of a sudden because the machag is nikla and nister. Let me go with the nigla. It's not a tainan, somebody would have a minig based on nister for other assorted reasons, but 
he's going to address it up in England. He says maybe it's only when you're throwing it out, which I thought was interesting, but maybe we'll pick, pick up with it uh, tomorrow night.